Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. It's Thursday, August 5th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Prisons are coping with more coronavirus outbreaks as the Delta variant continues to spread through Missouri. It's here. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Everybody's sick, so it's here. They're just not, they're not doing anything. But the outbreak does not just affect people on the inside. We'll have that story in just a few minutes. All people inside schools and childcare facilities in Illinois will need to wear masks even if they have been vaccinated. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports the change comes as the state deals with rising coronavirus cases because of the Delta variant. The mask mandate applies to public and private schools that serve anyone from pre-K to 12th grade. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker made the announcement on Wednesday after many school districts across the state, including some in the Metro East, had said masks would be optional this year. Pritzker says he's trying to protect students who aren't eligible for the vaccine or haven't gotten their doses yet. But he says there's an easier way for Illinoisans to avoid these kinds of mandates. People should go get vaccinated. That is the most important thing you can do to keep yourself, your community, your school safe. Pritzker says he won't implement broader restrictions because vaccines are available. That comes as COVID hospitalizations and case positivity rates continue to spike in parts of the state, including the Metro East. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Three Republicans trying to unseat Illinois' governor are denouncing the mask mandate in schools. Former state Senator Paul Schimpf says the order overrides the authority of parents and school officials and undermines the confidence in the rule of law. He needs to be more transparent, and he needs to realize that when we're talking about uh, taking away people's fundamental freedoms, that should, if it must be done at all, it should be done via the legislature, not via executive order. Two other candidates, Gary Rabine and State Senator Darren Bailey, question the science behind the order. Bailey is not ruling out another legal challenge to the governor's action, but says he would only go to court if he thought he could win. In Missouri, a group of Republican state senators wants a special session to combat private sector mandates for COVID-19 vaccines. Businesses throughout the state are requiring workers, and in some cases customers, to show proof they have their shots. Six GOP senators say people should not have to decide between getting vaccinated or losing their jobs. But a special session is not likely, based on Governor Mike Parson's comments to St. Louis Public Radio last week. Do you require somebody in private business and own their own business to tell them whether they can do a mandated vaccine or not? So far, we're not going to go down that road. If that business decides they want to do that, you know, we're going to allow them to do that in this state till something changes to show us different. Parson added he will not have state government issue COVID-19 vaccine mandates. Health officials say more vaccinated people are testing positive for coronavirus compared to earlier this year. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fentum reports. In St. Louis County, vaccinated people are catching the coronavirus at a rate of about 14 people per every 100,000 residents each day. But nearly three times as many unvaccinated people in the county are catching the virus a day. Dr. Stephen Lawrence is an infectious disease specialist at BJC Healthcare. He says more vaccinated people are testing positive because the virus is spreading widely throughout the region. Even a lower likelihood event, such as a vaccinated person becoming infected, 
it becomes more likely to happen if there are multiple, multiple exposures. Lawrence says the Delta variant spreading now is also highly contagious, and vaccines are less effective against it than against earlier forms of the virus. But he says vaccines still protect people from getting severely sick and dying. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Staffing shortages, a lack of universal testing, and a highly transmissible new variant are making COVID-19 outbreaks more dangerous inside Missouri prisons. As Jamie Jong reports from Kansas City, an outbreak in prisons brings repercussions for surrounding communities as well. LeVar Atkins, a Kansas City man, is currently incarcerated 300 miles away in the Eastern Reception Diagnostic and Correctional Center in Bonterre, Missouri. This call is from a correctional facility and may be monitored and recorded. Nearly a month ago, Atkins said he'd be surprised if there wasn't an outbreak inside already. It's here. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Everybody's sick, so it's here. They're just not, they're not doing anything. At the time of that call, there were only five confirmed cases in Bonterre. By the end of the month, cases had peaked at 42, according to the Department of Corrections. But the true number of cases in Bonterre may be much higher. The DOC says universal testing, testing everyone in the prison, hasn't happened since June 2020. Even for positive cases, Atkins says, there's little medical attention. When the men test positive, staff put them in the hole or solitary confinement. Atkins says men are willing not to get tested for COVID if it means they stay out of the hole. I'm saying, there's nothing here. There is no medical treatment. We're just here. There are a couple reasons why COVID gets into prison. Mostly, it's what public health policy experts call churn, the circulation of people through the system. Staff go in and out of prisons and bring the virus with them. People in prison, which are in some cases already overcrowded, can't socially distance. Plus, researchers say vaccines are weakened in places with high rates of transmission. All of those conditions make prisons a prime place for the virus to spread. Like we're powerless. That's what's so crazy. We're literally, we have no power to protect ourselves. Anymore. Atkins also worries about guards taking COVID home. These guards, they take it to the communities and spread it to, you know, your mom, or your dad, or your grandma, or your kid. And these people may die because of these staff's actions or inactions. Until about three months ago, Nathaniel Rufino was a guard at Bonterre the prison where Atkins is housed. The Department of Corrections requires mask wearing on the job, but Rufino says he never wore a mask or any kind of PPE while working during the pandemic, sometimes with sick people. Rufino is not vaccinated and has no plans to get a vaccine. His biggest concern is the hours corrections officers have to work. They've got people working 12-hour days, five days a week, and then they call them on their days off and want them to come in too. It's it is, it is horrible. Burnout from guards makes the situation even worse. A shortage of guards means staff resort to holding the men on extended and frequent lockdowns. People on lockdown can't leave their cells, not even for medical appointments. And a shortage of staff means people who violate COVID guidelines sometimes continue to work. But an outbreak in Bonterre won't just hurt the people inside. Eric Reinhardt is a researcher for the World Bank. Reinhardt says COVID inevitably spreads from jails to surrounding communities, meaning prison administrators could be responsible for deaths outside of prison as well. 
a lot of these people to get sick and die will not be in the carcerary facilities. You will wash your hands of it as a minister and think you're, you've gotten off scot-free, but these will be cases that will present in communities. It's already happened in Missouri, according to the Prison Policy Initiative, a research institute focused on prisons. In just three months of 2020, PPI estimated 3,381 Missourians on the outside tested positive because of COVID spread from inside prisons. Add the highly transmissible Delta variant to the mix, and the situation becomes just that much more dangerous, experts say. I'm Jamie Jung. Jamie is a reporter at public radio station KCUR in Kansas City. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.